Good to see you again. Do you remember what we were talking last week? Yeah. yeah. We were talking about the tongue, weren't we? We were talking about the power of the tongue, weren't we? And the power of the tongue is life and death. And do you remember we had that, the toothpaste, didn't we? The tube of toothpaste? Have you remembered that through the week? We're saying how words, in some ways, like if we... Um, it's easy to, to squeeze toothpaste out of the tube, isn't it? But once it's out, you can't get it back in very easily, can you? So words are a bit like that. Huh? So we should think before we speak because they have power. And today I was thinking, when we think about, I think about that not thinking, we might describe words like that that we speak without thinking as maybe rash words. To rash words be um, words that we, we speak sort of without thinking. And I have another verse that I thought you guys could help um, remember tonight. Could you do that? And I want you to help teach the parents and help them remember this one as well. Because remember last week we talked about words being such a very simple thing. And yet whether we're little or whether we're old, all of us have struggles, don't we? Watching our words. And so regardless of how long we've been walking with Jesus, how old we are, it's something that's relevant. It's something we all need to be thinking about. So we're doing that today. So here we go. I'm going to read part of this verse and ask you to, to repeat it back to me. Let's see if we can memorize it. We good to go? Should we go? Let's go start. There is one whose rash words. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts. Are like sword thrusts. Say that one together. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. Didn't we get everyone saying that together? Do you think the adults remember that one too? Should we try? Say so everyone together. I'll hold this face for you. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. That's Proverbs 12, 18 with Ali. Did a wonderful job of reading. Thank you. Well, I was looking and thinking, well, part of it, I found this in a toy box this week. It's a sword. And I was wondering, can you tell me and tell the adult, what, what does a sword do? It cuts Hi. stuff. Yeah, it can cause fights. You're going to fight? Good. Anything else? doesn't it? It does. The swords can, can hurt people. They can cause death as well. Another thing they do if you think about it is a thrust of a sword can separate a body, parts of a body, can it? So if we think about that, that's a powerful thing to do. And, and then our, the verse that you just help remember is that the writer of Proverbs is saying that there's one whose rash words, words that are spoken without thinking, they're like a thrust of a sword. So how are our words a bit like a sword? Words can hurt, just like a sword, good. They can make people feel bad, they can. Yeah. 
And the other way is that our words are valid. They can make people feel sad. Yeah, they can. Yeah. And in some ways, if we think bigger picture, we think of it sort of, well, can separate the body. You think about in a church community, if we call the body of Christ, if we're not careful with our words, it can cause separation and divisions in communities too, can't it? Some examples, um, we think about words that can be like a sword for us, things that we don't think. We tell lies, we say something that's wrong about a person, and we say that, maybe there's some other things. We can use our words in ways that hurt. Maybe calling people names, saying things that aren't true, things that aren't kind. Maybe gossip, like say confessing other people's sins. They can all hurt and can't cause harm, can't they? So words can be very much like the thrust of a sword. And when we use our words that way, we hurt people, we make people sad. Have you experienced that before? Have you had that happen when someone said something mean to you? Something untrue? Yeah, me too. It hurts, doesn't it? How about if we look at ourselves? Have you ever said something that's hurt somebody else? Yeah? Have you ever said something that you wish you didn't? Maybe something that just didn't need to be said because it wasn't kind. Something that didn't help the community that we're a part of. We've done that as well, haven't we? And so that's the reality when there's one who's rash words. This is what it calls our words can cause hurt. But if we think about it, there's some good news in this proverb as well, wasn't there? Because if there's one that speaks rash words and it causes hurt, there was another type of words and our problem as well. If we remember what thoughts, why don't we say our, our verse again and listen out for what the good news might be or the other way would be. If we say the verse again, who can remember? There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So what's the difference? Is the rash words, what's the other one? The other person. Second line there. What sort of person? The answer is down there. Ali knows. The wise person. And what does the wise person's words bring? Helen. Well, that's good, isn't it? I think that all of us here in some way, we, we need those words of healing, don't we? Word of healing because we've been hurt. What I was thinking about this and praying about this week, it's really good news because I think if we all fall in some ways into that first category, great news is we were singing about Jesus today, weren't we? And Jesus is the wisdom of God. He is the Word of God. The Word of God made flesh. It's God's Word to us. This is the wise person who brings us healing. And so from our divisions and from our hurt and our pain and our struggles that Jesus would bring healing to us as God's word made flesh. I was wondering, how does he do that? Any ideas? I thought of maybe two ways in this meeting. But one is that 
Jesus speaks words of truth. So on one hand, we see words of, of lies. And I was thinking about that, and I'm going to lift my head, I'm going to speak a little bit to the adults here, because I think this is something that is really important for all of us. And I was praying for us this week with this word, is that Jesus brings a word of truth. And I think about some of the ways that we've been hurt and we've been cut and we need healing. It's because people have spoken words and mean and untrue about us. Maybe words like, you're worthless. How would that make you feel? Can you imagine? Something you're worthless. Does that hurt? That would hurt me. How about if you're, ah, oh, you're so ugly. What a mean thing to say. That can hurt, can't it? Or, ah, oh, you don't matter. You're not important. And some of these words, they can live with us a long time. I think for some of us, we can think that years and years and years, and that word is still just sitting, and it's still got its power over us, even though it's untrue. And yet the good news is that there's a wise person whose word brings healing. And Jesus comes and he speaks a word of truth. And when we see Jesus, he says, you're not worthless, you're beloved. You're loved. You're God's children. Janice says, you're not ugly, you're a treasured possession. You're an image bearer of God. It's wonderful. <coughs> He's saying, you're not irrelevant or worthless. He says, you are, are so important. You are like the one lost sheep that the shepherd would leave the 99 for to go and find. And, and Jesus speaks truth. And it's wonderful because his truth can bring healing. And even though some of us have in the minds something that's been said about us, Jesus' truth comes and tells us who we really are and his love for us. And that's good news. I thought about maybe a second way that we could consider tonight. It's in some of the good news that Jesus is the wise way that brings healing. I thought there's a part when we think this week if we really take time to think about the words that we've said rashly that have hurt others, we might need a word of forgiveness. And maybe some of us are remembering things that we've said. And we knew as soon as we said we can't take it back. And we know we've hurt people. We know we've caused division. And we wish we had and we had. And maybe some of us are carrying that and we've been carrying those remembering around for a long, long time. And we need a word of forgiveness. This is reading the Gospel reading tonight from Matthew's Gospel. I was thinking this example of words that are like the thrust of a sword, of words with the power of death. And I was thinking of all of the people when we think about it, Easter Sunday. And there was Jesus, this one who came to bring life, who came and brought truth, and he stood before the people, and the people said, crucify him. Their words brought death to God the second person of the Trinity, Jesus. And yet Jesus on the cross, as we read tonight, he responded and he used his words. And what did he say? Do you remember? He might have been thinking that definitely. In his heart, he probably was. Why? Maybe he knew. He said, Father, forgive them. And so even on the cross, in response to the people who had had him crucified, he spoke his words and he said, Father, forgive them. What would that be like in our guilt when we carry it around? 
to know that when we turn and we're sorry about what we've said, that Jesus would offer forgiveness and bring that word of healing. Is that a good thing to know? Yeah, that brings life. So Jesus is the word that brings healing. I was thinking about a story just this week we finished. I had a little nephew, and he was about six years old when this happened. He's back in New Zealand. And Sam, he, he's, he's a wonderful boy. But one day he spoke rashly. He didn't think about his words like the toothpaste that came out of the shoe. And he was angry with his mum, and she'd asked him to do something, and he refused. And he turned around, and he said, I hate you! And he went off to his room. His mum felt at that moment. Hurt and sad. And how do you think when Sam got back to his room, how do you think he might have felt? He did. On reflection, and he thought, oh, that word wasn't true. That word wasn't nice. That word wasn't something that was helpful. And he came back out and he looked at his mum, my sister, and he said, Mum, I'm really sorry. He said, I don't hate you. He said, I love you. And she said, I love you as well. And he went further and he said, ah. Oh. And, and he went away to his room and he wrote a card. And he said, I love you. And he came back to her and he showed that. And then he said, you know what? Why don't we have an I love you party? And he went away, and everybody in the family, they made cards to say, I love you. And he went and they made a, a heart-shaped cake. And they decorated the house, and they had an I love you party. To remember that no, he doesn't hate. That was a fresh word. The truth was, they loved each other. Now, every year, on that day, there's a tradition in their family, and they have an I love you party. I think that is wonderful. You know, I was thinking about that. And in some ways, that's what we do every single week here. We come together as family, and we have a time during our service. And, and this particular one will be during the Lord's Prayer. There's a part where we can offer confession. We take a moment to think, and we remember the ways that maybe we've used our words or our actions to do something or not to do something. And we say sorry. And in this one... The host of the I love you party is Jesus. Remember that his word is the word that brings healing. And each week after the I love you party, he invites us to come to his table. He is the host. And we remember, he is the word made flesh that brings healing and forgiveness. And he says that we, we have his, his body and his blood, the bread and the wine, that we would do it in remembrance of him, in remembrance of his steadfast love, his love that will never end. God's working. He says, do it and remember the forgiveness of sins. And so in some ways, every week we come together as family for this. I love you, party. And Jesus, that word speaks to us and brings that healing. And we remember that we're beloved. That we're important. That God says, you're not worthless. You are important. God says, you accept your forgiveness. Your apology, I forgive you. And we bring healing. And before we come, we even have a sign of the peace, don't we? And so we have a moment and we think about it in that time. And if there's ways where maybe any of us aren't reconciled 
Maybe we've said something we ought not to have. There's division there. Like a sword, we can go and we say, look, I'm sorry. We say, peace be with you. We offer that peace, which is the peace that Jesus brings us in as well. So yes, there is one whose rash words are like a sword thrust, but the word of the wise brings healing. And Jesus is the word that brings us healing. 